0: To the Philosophy Podcast special mini sode of the unknown quarter. Finally back after a uh week absence. We, we we I think we're probably gonna do these more bi-weekly, depending on timing and things like that of the other mini sodes, but I'm joined by Topher. Topher, how you doing today? Um just dandy. Uh, just I dandy. To,
1: I got to do everything I wanted to.
0: Wow. Wow, you privileged piece of shit.
1: Wow, wow. <laughs> Wow.
0: Now you say you're dandy. Have you ever been fine and dandy? No, I've never been fine
1: a day in my life. No, I've looked fine, nah. but I've never been.
0: Bingo! That's what I was going to get at. <laughs> so, um, alright. On to the topic at hand. So, football. We talked about it last week. We're going to talk about it this week. We're going to talk about it actually not too long after uh, last week's episode. Uh, chronologically speaking, we're only moving ahead a couple of years. Uh, this event happened in 2001 uh, and it focused on two why? teams. Why did it happen? Why did it happen in 2001? Because the football gods were cruel and decided that it needed to happen. There are actually a lot of reasons why it happened. Surprise, it's actually pretty interesting. Um, so, the Cleveland Browns were a pretty successful franchise uh back in the well, they were founded in uh 1944 and um they uh they were they were pretty successful in their their early years they won champion they you know they won championships in uh let's see 1946 47 48 49 and then they won 1950 54 55 and 64 so they had eight championships uh, up to nineteen from nineteen forty six to sixty four, which is you know pretty damn good. Uh, it was before they; some of them were before they joined the NFL when they're in the AAFC, which is a you know old defunct football league that merged into the NFL. Um, but uh, after that, they really didn't do much. From nineteen sixty four, uh, they only made the playoffs three more times. Or no, they actually. Well, they made they actually well they made the playoffs a bunch of other times from from '68 onwards. It were '64 onwards, uh, but they didn't win anything. Uh, they made it to back-to-back uh, AFC Championship games in '88 and '89, uh, and both of them were heartbreak games, uh, which were both against the Broncos, and both involved John. You know, one of them was John Elway leading them down the field from the one-yard line. It was called the drive. Lost the last second. The next one was they were about to score the game-winning touchdown. The guy fumbled at the one-yard line. Broncos recovered. They lost that as well. So back-to-back years where they could have gone to the Super Bowl and just blew it. Couldn't get there. Couldn't do it. Uh, And they've never been to a Super Bowl. The Browns franchise, even to this day, has never been to the Super Bowl.
1: As of 2020. Uh,
0: 2020, they have not even sniffed the playoffs in a long time. Um, but what started a lot of this was uh, they had a lot of financial difficulties. Um, after after these, these late 80s where they had their, their championship game defeats, they uh, they basically did nothing. Um, they were actually coached by Bill Belichick, which, of course, he's the Patriots. I, coached, no, you know, I know if you haven't is. heard. Yeah, I know yeah. Bill Belichick. Old Billy B, winning all of his rings. Uh, was the coach of the Browns Billy Bitch, <laughs> Was the coach of the Browns? Uh, wasn't very successful there, but they were at, they were building a good team uh, in the the mid nineties. Let me just get back to my notes here. Um, but they were facing a lot of financial difficulties. They didn't have a new stadium, uh, and the 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 owner uh, basically uh, Art Modell was his name basically said, screw it, and he he moved the franchise to Baltimore in 96, you know, 95, but they started playing in 96 to become the Baltimore Ravens, which a lot of people don't really realize that the the current Baltimore Ravens are the Cleveland Browns of basically from 1944 onwards. It's the same franchise. It was the same ownership and everything. Um... And um, so, obviously, the city of Cleveland was upset. That was their football team. They they pushed. were rioting and shit. I mean, it was a historic team. Even though they didn't have success for a long time, they still loved their team and they were diehard about them. So, the NFL knew that and they decided, okay, we'll give you a new team. But we won't give you just a random-ass team. We'll give you the same team. We'll give you the Browns back, same logo, same uniforms and everything, and even the same franchise history. So essentially, and this is so dumb the way they did this, but they did it. The Browns got to keep all of their franchise history, all their wins, retired players, all that stuff, while the Ravens were treated as an expansion franchise. But they weren't. They were the Browns. They had all the personnel, the the front office guys, the owners. It was all the
1: staff, but they had all the history. but, But the Browns kept the history.
0: The Browns kept the history, the record books, all the the all-time wins and losses. But but the Browns, the new version of the Browns were the expansion expansion team. Um, Really dumb decision uh, because it essentially – because the Ravens, what they did, quick note on them, they went on to have a ton of success. They went on to win the Super Bowl in 2000, and they won the Super Bowl in 2012. And overall, they've just been a very steady and successful franchise. I don't know if that stays the same if they stay in Cleveland, but all the pieces were there, so it was likely that they would have had success. But who knows, with the financial difficulties they had, they probably weren't able to anyway. Um, and, uh, you know, as an expansion team, they drafted Tim Couch in 1999. You ever heard of him? Nope. Dude's named after furniture. <laughs> and uh, he I'm was a couch. Thing. <laughs> it's over as furniture? No loafers. I was uh, just, huh. just
1: saying my name wrong.
0: Close enough, right? <laughs> Wait, loafers <laughs> aren't furniture. Yeah, they are. Not the way I use them. <laughs> These like giant loafer that you sleep on.
1: Yeah, <laughs> dude, comfy as hell. It protects
0: me. Why I not just? Why not just play sports in loafers? It'd be so fancy. It would be. Would be indeed. So he was uh, a quarterback. They took him number one overall. They had the number one pick because they were an expansion team, and expansion teams always get the number one pick. Yeah. Um, of and, of course, how expansion teams work is that they also get to do an expansion draft where they take the bottom of the barrel players from every team doesn't protect. Like, you can protect a certain amount of players, and, um, you know, they, usually teams leave the guys that they don't want. Like, all right, you can have this guy. And, the brown, you know, they need some players, so they take them. Uh, Usually, that means that expansion franchises are horrible, and the Browns were. They were very bad in their first year. Uh, Four and 12, I believe. That's
1: how I got that reputation pitching the Browns or mediocre.
0: Yeah, that was one of the reasons. But usually, expansion franchises improve over time, and it's been over 20 years the Browns have not improved. (laughs) So, they're a weird case. Um, while their former selves, the Ravens, have been very successful. So you can imagine people in Cleveland are happy about that. Um, so their opponents in this game are – I'm trying to set the stage. So their opponents are the Jacksonville Jaguars, who similarly were also a recent expansion team. Uh, let's see. So they, they, were, uh, they were founded in the uh, – they were found in 1995, and in their first year, like the Browns, they were also, I believe, four and twelve. So they, you know, had a bad start. Their expansion franchise it makes sense. Um, but oddly, they they did something incredible. They went to the playoffs four straight years after that, um, from '96 no. to '90. The the Jaguars oh, no. to begin their their franchise. I'm trying to set up what we're go- going here. I don't know. Um, uh, and in 1999, they went 14 and two. Um, they didn't make it to the Super Bowl, but they they won a couple of playoff games. Uh, but they were they were a powerhouse in the late 90s. I mean, they they were you know way better than an early franchise, an expansion franchise should have been. Uh, they were quarterbacked by Mark Brunel, who was like a veteran. Uh, he was pretty decent there, actually. He was like a he was like a what.
1: Yeah, wasn't he like thirty-five
0: at the time? Uh he was in. A, he was older. Yeah, I mean, he he didn't. He started like in the early nineties, and he yeah. was drafted in the NFL, and he went overseas, I think, or he went to different leagues or whatever. And then he played for the uh, Jaguars. Uh he was pretty good with them. They actually had some really good players in that era. Um, but of course, when our story takes place in two thousand one. And uh they were at this point in two thousand and one, where the Jags and the Browns meet up. The Jags were four and eight, so they were done from the eliminated from the playoffs. And they would not make the playoffs again until two thousand and five. so they were they were beginning their downward slope from that period of success that they had. Uh, the Browns were looking pretty good. uh they were well, they were at this point they were at six and six, which is decent. I mean that that's pretty okay um considering where they were not all that long ago um so they were basically desperate to keep the playoff hopes alive at this point uh, 6 and 6 i am not going to say this game like was you know if they they wanted they absolutely made it in because if they did spoiler alert they lose um, shit dude i was supposed to the game because dude it it was It was not – we had, We just – our last pod was all about – it's like two very exciting high-scoring games. This was not that, but we'll get to that. Um, basically, in order for them to make the playoffs, they'd probably have to win their last um, four games. Okay. Um, so it, it was not – it was possible, but not likely. But in order for them to make the playoffs, they'd have to win this game against the four and eight Jacksonville Jaguars, who still had Mark Brunel, and they still had their – they're players, but they weren't as good anymore. They were older and they were on the way out. Um, so they're we're playing a team. Older. Well, we're all getting older. I mean, you want to go yeah, deep. All... Right get...
1: now, you're always at your oldest. So
0: we were older... were older now than when we started this.
1: Yeah. Well, then now, deep, when, when you said that sentence.
0: Shit, <laughs> we better hurry up before we die. <laughs> it's coming closer and closer. <laughs> Um, so they were, so they, they entered this game against the Jags. Jags were four and eight and they knew they were done. Playoffs are done. They're, they're just playing out the rest of the season, but you know, you always like to play spoiler, you know, that's always well, yeah, a fun you thing wanna, to do.
1: Yeah. And you also want to give you folks to show.
0: You want to, well, they, this was in Cleveland. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think they were, on television, any... asshole. I, I guess.
1: Like what, what, you don't care about television fans, in the
0: in two thousand one, I don't I don't know how many. I mean, I don't know how many diehard Jags fans are watching a four and eight Jags team uh, playing Cleveland. I was, I was in diapers. You were in diapers in two thousand one, weren't you? Like six. Yeah. <laughs> it's you to keep track of the years. You
1: said too many years. You've only said one year. This is the same exact year. Well, you. Did it, go on, go
0: on, please. <laughs> please stop. We're in 2001. Okay, so
1: Remember? did 9 11 happen?
0: Uh, yeah, 9 11 already happened at this point, so yeah. the country. So you were already pretty depressed about that, and then yeah, you Brownstein, exactly. you're even more depressed. So, uh, this was later so, on, this I was at all, all-
1: time high. Cool.
0: depression was high, so uh, it's a pretty low scoring game. Um, going into the fourth quarter, uh, we're at 15 to 10. That's the score. The Jags are leading 15 to 10. The Browns get the ball. Final drive of the game, they have to score. They have to score a touchdown. They can't take a field goal or anything like that. They they have to score or else they're probably their playoff hopes are done. They're not going to the playoffs. So they're driving down the field, actually, oh. you know, the offense is humming. Did you say all? Yeah, dude. Why are you sad? Man. It's depressing, bro. Why is it depressing? They were sad. Well, they're yeah, but they're driving down the field, <laughs> dude. Like that just
1: seems like a dangerous thing to drive on an open field. Like aren't there players out there?
0: <laughs> no, we'll run <laughs> them over. <laughs> you ever see Happy Gilmore uh i think so did you remember a scene where the the guy r- drives on the golf course and runs over adam sandler yes <laughs> yeah that's what i'm thinking of now the no, quarterback just gets the, hit by a I'm car i'm
1: of uh a of uh that fat dude with the ball chin playing for the patriots uh driving on the <laughs> driving on the field what peter yeah peter griffin yeah Tattooed
0: with a ball chin. <laughs> I wasn't trying to get copyrighted, boss. Can you get copyrighted by just mentioning a name? I don't know. I mean, we're mentioning the Patriots, and I didn't say anything about that either. We've mentioned several NFL franchises by now. they Unless we like use their logos
1: as our own. Dude, like they're all not copyrighted. Like you can use the Washington Redskins logo and not top. That that
0: we can use. That that we absolutely can use. Dude, can we do like a big photo of the Washington Redskins? Like just stand there for them. I, I I will I will edit. The- I will <laughs> absolutely grab their logo and use it as our podcast logo from now on. But I want to I want to make sure we have high ratings among the Native Americans. So maybe cool. that's not a good idea. Uh, so <laughs> back to the topic. Where were we? Uh, we were at a fourth and two at the Jags' 12-yard line. Oh, the so, game. yep, the drive, the drive got that far at the 12-yard line with a minute eight remaining. So, plenty of time. They didn't have any timeouts, but at the 12-yard line, they're they're close enough to realistically yeah, but score but a if touchdown. It over,
1: then that's over. But
0: Once they got it. it they got to convert that fourth down, or else the game's yeah. over. So. Uh quarterback Tim Couch, he drops back, he's looking, he's scanning, he's thinking about what he's having for dinner later, and he hits Quincy Morgan, who I know you've never heard of, and I barely heard of him, for a three-yard game. Quincy Morgan, yeah. So, Quincy Morgan, yeah. I'm, think, I'm thinking of the comedian. What's his name? Tracy Morgan. <laughs> uh, So... Uh, this was no joke. He caught the ball, or at least it seemed like he caught the ball. But everybody was pretty sure that he did. So uh, they, whatever the Browns, okay, it's a completion. They gotta hurry up and spike the ball because it's uh, clocks running. He caught the ball in bounds. Um, so what Caps does oddly, he he he. So he goes, you know, spiking the ball when there's like no time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. Well, what he does is instead of instead of taking the snap and like. Throwing it in the ground, he like pump fakes, like he's gonna throw it, and then he throws it in the ground. Which, under normal circumstances, would be a penalty for um. Uh, now, now the word doesn't come to my head, but um, illegal, like, grounding. Yeah. illegal grounding, illegal grounding, because because you need to be outside the tackle box to basically throw the ball away. Like spiking is just throwing it down immediately. Yeah, you pump fake like, and then spike. That's yeah, that that's that's not you can't do that shit. I mean, yeah, it looked like he was the... going to go for like a like a fake spike. Like you ever seen the clip of Dan Marino doing that, where he fakes the spike and throws a touchdown? Yeah.
1: No, but I get the I get like the, the just
0: Yeah, like he wasn't. I mean, he I don't know if he was trying to do that or not, but he did that anyway. So play stopped. Uh, the the officials start gathering, and and the uh, commentators are like, "Oh, they're going to call a penalty on that, right?" And instead, what they do is they announce that they're going to take a look at the um, fourth and two completion. Which, you know, as you know, under two minutes, uh, coaches can't challenge. It has to be the referees that that initiate the review, right? Yeah, I know that. But do you also know that you can't go back a play to review it? You have to review the play that just happened. Once another play is run, yes. you can't look at that play. So that's why you, like, you want the
1: rush it to do the next play so we can't do
0: it. Exactly. And they did. They went up and spiked the ball. That's a play. Yeah. So why were they going back and looking at the the fourth and two? That play was over. Oh, yeah. So that, that's like – That that yeah, caused a good. ton of confusion. The, the coach of the Browns, he's screaming at the referees. All the players are confused. The announcers are confused. They're like, you can't do that. But the official said, eh, we don't care. So they well, I'll explain why they thought that later, But for now, we'll just make them out to be assholes uh, So they review the fourth down. Um, and you know, upon closer looking, you can go back and watch this play yourself, he didn't catch it. He bobbled he like bobbled it and went to the ground. He didn't catch it. He didn't have like full control of it.
1: Yeah, it was probably obvious.
0: Um, i think I think actually, he did get at he might have gotten out of bounds, but then he like, then they, they rushed the line anyway, so it wouldn't be reviewed. But he, you could see he really didn't catch it.
1: But he didn't have possession.
0: Like, you know. He didn't have possession. It wasn't a catch. Like, you could clearly, even back then with the shitty cameras, you could see it wasn't a catch. Yeah. But that wasn't the issue. The issue was they can't go back and review that play. They called it a catch. It should be over. Officials, again, don't care. They, uh, they say it overturned, incomplete, and the Jags take over. Essentially, the Browns lost and like i said brown's fans at this point were not happy about most things so when they heard this bullshit happening that their team essentially got cheated and that you know that's how they feel they started throwing shit throwing a lot of shit throwing sure. anything they could find a lot of shit was thrown i don't know if any actual shit was, was thrown, thrown but i would i you know it's cleveland so maybe i would say maybe and those kids would be honored to be thrown they'd be like throw me dead
1: fun times to, to Cleveland them again cleveland on the side note i really love
0: that act. but that's an everything. amazing song
1: K- it out there. so it
0: fun, they're throwing time but they again. also they only really throw like beer bottles and shit which is what this this game got its name from the event itself is called Bottlegate because fans throw a ton of bottles on the field yeah. Also one of the reasons why you can't find bottles at sporting events anymore is because uh
1: because of that they man. throw they
0: throw them and that's why if you ever go to a sporting event they'll open if you get a can they'll always open it for you because if you leave it shut it's like a brick essentially that you can throw but when it's open you know it doesn't have the same effect.
1: Well it, they it doesn't do. have the same distance it will still have the same Yeah. Effect.
0: But yeah. that's what's different in
1: the distance because like if you have a cup still like you like, if you tilt it the right way, you can use it as a projectile, but it ain't going far.
0: Because fans can't be trusted with heavy objects.
1: Nope. You shouldn't trust people with things. That's just how it goes. <laughs> Topher,
0: 2020. You shouldn't trust people with things.
1: <laughs> but you can know I mean.
0: Oh, and they also threw trash cans. The entire trash can they threw. So... You run out of trash, you throw the trash can itself. (laughs) So, obviously, shit's getting thrown all over the field. (laughs) They can't continue, even though all the Jags have to do is kneel out the ball to end the game. The officials come out in the field. um, I'm paraphrasing here, if you can't tell. They say, fuck it, game's over. It's done. We're, We're gone. Goodbye. And they just end the game there with, like, 48 seconds remaining. And, uh, again, fans are still not happy, especially with the referees. And the referees, oh, yeah. as they run into the tunnel, get pelted with shit. Good. <laughs> Along with the Jaguars. Everybody's pissed off at this point. But uh, the game's over, so we can relax now, right? No. Nothing else is going to happen? Nothing I didn't see this looting happen? into, like, a no, something way better. No. This is Cleveland. It's fucking biased. But it's not even Cleveland. It's the NFL commissioner, Paul, a man named Paul Tagliabue, whose name I didn't spell in my notes, but I just know how to pronounce it. He said, wait a minute. You can't end a game like that. You know, I mean, it doesn't look good when referees just say, fuck it, the game's over. So...
1: That is the name of the...
0: I mean, it already didn't look good from the shit being thrown on the field and the referee's fucking up, but whatever. And and fucking hell. So uh, basically he says, get your asses back out there and finish that game. (laughs) Now, mind you, this had been 20 minutes later. And at this point, players were already, like, getting undressed and shit. (laughs) So, but he's like, I don't care. Get back out there and fucking finish that game properly. Yeah, it's like when you, it's like it's like that that scene from King of the Hill where Bobby smokes. So like Hank gives him like the whole carton of cigarettes to smoke.
1: Yeah, and then like he smokes a cigarette, and then like he gets the he then it turns into like a bunch of shenanigans. So I just I mean, feel like it's the... like the stepping point of like stuff getting even more awful.
0: Yeah, this is ba- like the the Cleveland Browns are probably like the the Dale Gribbles of the NFL, <laughs> essentially. They they you know they they want to do something. They're just not good at anything, but they I mean, don't really Dale's care at times. Good at being bad and consistently
1: bad. I mean, like he's good at getting my He's a good he's a good husband, even though his wife's a cheating horse. <laughs>
0: I saw a side note, I saw a theory that says that he actually knows that uh, his son is not his son, but he basically just gets back at uh, John Redcorn by, by knowing that he can never have a relationship with his biological son. So I was like, <laughs> damn, that's a fucked up theory. <laughs> I mean, for, some, for
1: somebody to come up with that theory, they must be a conspiracy theorist. So, I mean, the Dale must have approved of it. Like, just he's the part of the conspiracy? Like, just imagine, like, he would love
0: that shit. Pocket sand, back to the topic. Um, so, basically, a hodgepodge of, of different players go back on the field. I think it's only Jaguars players that go back out. Um, the people that would get
1: just, by trash they go out first. They go, get, go back
0: out. <laughs> Most of the fans are, like, I think dispersed at this point, but there's still some unpleasant, like, there's still people there that were still pissed off. Uh, Jaguars yep. kneel out the final forty-eight seconds, and this mess is concluded. Finally, <laughs> so we so the the referee from the game, uh, which I assume was pelted with lots, especially the most probably the most beers, which was the head referee that was the one that was the one that made the call that, that their their yeah. pass was incomplete. Review, yeah, he says. That the buzzer to review the play, they have like a buzzer, I think, that that they have, I, I don't know, I, I'm pretty sure like only they know when it goes off or something. Um, but the buzzer came in to review the play before the spike happened, which would have made it legal to review, but it's kind of maybe, it, we're not really sure like, it, it's kind of like, we're not, we're not 100%
1: sure of that. Like they thing, so, like, nobody was probably... Like, maybe, like, the people in the booth could, like, I don't know. There's
0: really no like, way Honestly, like... I don't know why it would have taken them so long to look at it. Like, it, it looked kind of iffy at the time. If they wanted to review it, it's not like they, like, right away stopped it's everything and said or... Like they were already spiking the ball by the time they were running out on the field to stop the play. Like, like dude, it was it, twenty frames, dude. Twenty frames. Yeah. So, uh, so the Browns lost this game. They went to six and seven, and they only went seven and nine the rest of the season. So they won one more time, and uh, that was it. They 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 missed the playoffs. Uh, but don't feel too bad because uh, a couple years later in 2003 they make their first ever playoff appearance as the new oh. Browns, basically. Yeah. Uh, lost it. to the Pittsburgh Steelers and never made the playoffs again from then on.
1: I mean, the Browns were looking promising this year, weren't they?
0: They they had a lot of uh, yeah they had like a, a lot of new players, a lot of talented players. So they probably uh, people were positive. excited. It's
1: a- could it be possibly their time, I guess?
0: I don't know, dude. I mean, I, the thing is with the Browns, I always you always think that they are, like, they get some points and then it's just something yeah, goes wrong. Like, last year was just bad. Yeah. And, I, and in I a I way, I kind, I kind of thought it was going to be bad because when you have that many new guys in the locker room at once, it doesn't always work out.
1: Yeah, it does, there's not enough synergy between players to help. it? The yeah, they they've been –
0: They've been plagued by bad ownership and bad personnel decisions for years. So yeah, their their playoff droughts been a while. The Jaguars, you know, they were bad. They finished out the season and uh, they made the playoffs till two thousand five, and they've they've kind of basically struggled since then. They had a good year a couple of years ago, but other than that, they haven't been much more successful than the uh, the Browns a little bit, but not that much.
1: That's pretty fun,
0: uh, and that's the, the story. Once again, uh, we leave on a, a sad note, just like last last time out. Dude, like, no nah, like, it's always
1: we can only end this by being sad. The sad boys incorporated. That's what.
0: Sad boys Inc. Uh, oh, that's the brown The best, the best stories, you know, uh, always come from like when the fans get involved. <laughs> I know there was a. I know there was one one time I couldn't do a whole episode about this because it's just too short. But it's like uh, a, a let's fan. The one
1: more the... let's go.
0: Well, I know there was a time where uh, there was a because I don't know the exact details, but it was like a, a college football game years ago, where uh, a guy it was like near the end of the game, and a guy ran out on the field, kind of dressed like a referee, and was whistling, and he was like waving his arm, so it looked like he was a referee coming on the field to stop the play, and they stopped playing. And then everybody realized, wait, that's not a referee. It was just a dude <laughs> in, like, a shirt and, like, shorts. But he had, like, the, the whistle and he had the, he had the striped yeah. shirt, so he kind of looked like one for a sec. And then all of a sudden, after that, a bunch of players started brawling and shit. <laughs> it sparked, like, a huge brawl at, like, at the end of the game. It was, like – and uh, there were so many instances as well of just fans, like w- like, using whistles to stop games. Or, 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 like, just cause confusion, like, especially in, you know, like, NBA games where, like, a fans just have a whistle and everybody would be like, whoa, who who, who had a penalty? And it's like, you no, know, nobody. was just a fan in the audience and everybody's, like, confused. That's why I need the flags, Rob. And I, you can get kicked out for doing that. <laughs> so don't do I, that. I would figure.
1: I'm pretty sure if you disrupt the game in any way, you would get kicked out. <laughs>
0: yeah, we, we don't have many instances like this. Uh, I, I mean... Uh, especially in the NFL, uh, I mean, you, you've had a few fan incidents since then, uh, but not, nothing—I think—quite this bad. I think this is probably one of the last uh, incidents, and there have been plenty of them where, like, fans would like throw shit on the field and stuff.
1: Like the NFL, like, is like a little bit harder to like mess up. They're—they're
0: a stuff. bit, yeah. They're—they're they're way more the secure. I mean, there's still fans that'll throw trash on the field, but well, never.
1: Not like it's the closeness of like how how close like everybody is. Like the fans are relatively not that close to like. I mean, the people at the goalpost are, that's like, sure. But like, yeah,
0: that's and of course you know the goalposts and stuff. That's where people yeah when they went into the locker room they were just getting pelted with stuff.
1: Like if you're in the NBA, like you know, like you can literally just like step out like six feet and then like you're on the court.
0: If you have I'll give you a most, hit most seats. Next week's episode relates to
1: the NBA. We're going to move to the NBA, NBA next oh my. So have a fun story. I don't know, know shit about the NBA. So it's
0: all being be in line. Well, you going to find out. You. They, they all, I know about the M-
1: all I know about the NBA is that every time I shoot for a trash can, I say Kobe. With respect. With
0: respect. Kobe. <laughs> Kobe. And you
1: on can't that I would know.
0: On that sad note, we will leave it there. You got any extra comments you want to share about today's story? Uh, I thought it
1: was hilarious that we trusted people with things, and then we
0: allowed them. Never trust. Never trust people with things. <laughs> so, Live your life by those words, and <laughs> you will probably never accomplish anything anyway. Uh, I mean, that's, that's Topher and. Uh, we are. This was the unknown quarter. We'll see you next week for a tale of more fan meddling in sports, specifically in the NBA. But I'll uh, I'll leave it there. Uh, thanks for joining us. After the next
1: episode, and the episode after that, we'll finally have a dollar,
0: and we'll use that dollar wisely. <laughs> no, <laughs> buying Skittles. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody.